to Mike Chank Waifu Waifu. Waifu, waifu. Ma, tell him. Is that you? I feel like I used that last week. Is that you? Yes. This New year was happening. Is the first episode of 2023. Episode 185 of my Check Waifu, Waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex and DontTalkShop.com. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to our Patreon producers, the ones that support this podcast and get early access to the video versions of the podcast as well as access to the bonus podcast the after story um sorry guys I'm, I'm a little out of it it's a new year um i'm still i'm leaving ohio this is my last night in ohio and i drive back up to uh, down to houston tomorrow morning so forgive me if i'm a little um i don't know lethargic i guess but Shout out to the Patreon producers, A.B., Aaron Brown, Dre the Goat, G, Johnny from Show Go High, Ked the Pro from Chaotic Culture Podcast, explicitly Monique Williams and our boy Nachi. Thank you so much for producing this and many, many other episodes of the podcast. We truly appreciate you. Uh, some of y'all coming up on a year of support like A.B. February 4th, he'll be supporting. He'll be producing this for a full year. Um, so shout out to you. Dre the Goat, G, in June, be supporting for a full year. Johnny, we appreciate you for supporting um, and then, wow, Kent the Pro's coming up on a full year, too, of producing this this episode as well. So, I, and explicitly, it's almost three years. <laughs> Thank y'all so much you for love love. We appreciate y'all so very much. It helps us out quite a bit. Um, this is episode 185. Now, the thing with 185 is that still the winter anime isn't quite out yet, but we do have a stacked show for you today because we started a new year off with a review. A review is coming in the second half of the show for a show called Love Flops. Now, we know a lot of people didn't watch Love Flops, but what we're going to do in the second half of the show is at the beginning of our review, we're going to start off with non-spoiler thoughts of the uh, of the full show. Then when we start to get into our review, our patented review, we're going to go into full spoilers and what we thought of the five categories. Now... <laughs> We have five categories that we rate. Actually, we're going to get to that a little bit later after I ask my brother, how you doing? How you doing, Tell? Man, I'm good, bro. I'm really, really good. Uh, as I told you, my legs kind of sore right now because me and Monique did an at-home leg day with the, uh, some of the new equipment that we got in. And, bro, it's... it's it's feeling it's feeling good. It's good. It's always good to have some, um, some, some wiggly legs when you work out. But it's a new year. Always got some new goals, some new stuff to do. Um... Excited to see what this year brings. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm real. I'm feeling real good, bro. Real good. How about you? Same. I spent a lot of time here with my family. Um, I absolutely enjoyed. I enjoyed every bit of being here, spending time with them. It, it's been absolutely great. Um, saw my nieces and nephews. Not nieces. I only got one niece. But ne- niece and nephews. They all are. 
getting big. The one thing about being so far away from my family, now I love being in Houston. The one thing that's hard is, is being away from my family though, because they are like, it's, it's nice to see my nephews and stuff grow up. Let's just put it that way. You know what I'm saying? Um, and being, being this far away, is kind of hard. You don't get to see them all the time, but to be fair, I'm going to just be honest real quick. Even when I was there, I barely saw them. So, <laughs> which is a problem I know that I need to solve, but I digress. Um, so before we do the review, we also got another special episode today. Uh, because we're going to talk about our most anticipated for 2023, which I think is the perfect time for the first episode of the new year to talk about our most anticipated shows of 2023. Now, lo and behold, funny enough, is the it's a lot that uh that is actually coming out that I didn't even uh I didn't even think about. Um quite a bit. <laughs> so we got <laughs> we are in for a treat today. Um. Uh, tell oh man, how you want to do this? Most anticipated of twenty twenty three. Do you want to do a top top five? Uh, I'm I, I'm gonna be in, entirely honest with you. Talk to me. Choosing the top five sounds <sighs> so difficult. It's a <laughs> lot yeah, of shows. Let's, let's do that. Let's do. Let's do. Um. Sheesh! I think a top five would be would be cool, and and yeah, yeah. Maybe, let's 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 hit top five. Give it a go. Maybe we can add some uh some like um honorable mentions after our top five is over. You know, why not? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. So, who want to start at number five? Actually, before we do that, what's your episode of the week? Tell we only had three shows, well, two shows to talk about because everything else was on break. For the new year, obviously. I'm I'm uh go ahead and say uh, uh hello. Yep. Uh, my fault. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say love flops. Okay. Okay. Um, easy easy uh W for that episode is it's so it's so it didn't flop. Really good rap. I would I would agree with that. Uh, for me, Eminence and Shadows was my favorite episode. Very very creative episode. Um. I'm looking forward to more of that. I'm glad we got more of it coming. So that's that is going to be one I think is my episode of the week is definitely one that is uh uh very <laughs> I don't know man it just it's it's starting to pick back up again. Let's just say that yeah and I'm starting uh, to like the way it looks. I, I liked how um our character kind of handled the situation. We can talk about that later. But oh yeah, know. absolutely, absolutely. It's going to come in the review in the second half of the show. I'm going to explain the review later. I just got everything put up for that, so I'm ready to go. But Phil, let's get to, let's get started with this top five, man. Who you want to go first, or what's up? Uh, I gotta go with something that's not on everybody's radar, but I know Mike Check Waifu Waifu is gonna be all here for. Mm. Um, Misfit of the Demon King Academy. Mm. I feel like that's a a Mike Check Waifu Waifu staple at this point. Yes. Um, y'all know we love it. Um, Arnold Voldigo, we love him too. So yeah, five. Uh, super hype for that one. I agree. I think uh, I think that's easily probably Mike Check Wife who has a podcast most anticipated. No, um, let me see where I'm gonna go here. 
I'm just looking at the top. We just are we just using any list as we always do, anylist.co. And I just typed in for for browser, just hit the year and nothing else. So I got the whole year pulled up. Um for me, I'm gonna go with uh for number five. And this is something that's coming out very, very soon. And from the time we're recording, it's actually in five days, and that's near Automata version 1.1a, which is uh definitely probably my most anticipated for the winter season. Because again, I love that fucking game so very much. I told myself I was going to turn it back on and then get through some of those other uh, 25 other endings. Actually, I think I got like 20 endings left, but I am absolutely looking forward to it. Because for one one thing, if anybody has ever played Nier Automata, the video game, the music, my God, the music is going to be mind-blowing if they got the same composer that they use for the video game. And no matter what, even if it's the old near, the old near that got remade recently, uh, the music, you will be fucking captivated by the music. Not only that, it's that it's done by A1 Pictures. And for those of you who know Anime Studios that know mm-hmm. A1 Pictures, A1 Pictures does sword art. Sword art is, it looks fucking incredible. Not only do they do sword art, but they do a bunch of other stuff that looks extremely good. They're on, a, they're literally top three studios. They're, they're like, it's like, foldable mappa a1 pictures <laughs> and it's literally in that order so i think i think you can't go wrong with uh with uh a1 pictures and near automata is going to be absolutely gorgeous um music is going to be absolutely incredible and it's going to captivate you every week on some made in the biz kind of shit that's how much i believe true this music is fabulous so number um, four for you i would like to stick with a1 pictures Okay. And, and talk about solo leveling. At number four. Yeah. I'm I'm putting it at number four because like it's not like I'm not putting this in any specific order. I'm just putting solo leveling. Oh, uh, you're not even putting it in no order. That's crazy. No, because I thought we was doing five as a as a as a unit. Oh, uh, okay. we doing five a piece. Five a piece, yeah. Oh shit. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we can give it, we can give it, uh, we can keep it going. Alright, go ahead, go ahead. You got nothing else to say about solo level? Uh solo eleven. Uh I don't even it's an amazing um Manwa. It's not even an Izakai. It's an amazing manwa, but it's like it has that Izakai feel without actually being an Izakai. More or less it's like a reverse Izakai. That's uh, true. it's 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 um if you haven't read it, I don't really want to spoil it because yeah. I feel like you're in for a treat. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm yeah, a goat. Uh, yeah. hard to say he isn't. Um, I feel extremely bad to say this. Um, but I regret reading it <laughs> only because <laughs> I, I, I understand. Only because I don't get to experiences like everybody else. Because I know exactly what the fuck is gonna happen. I mean, through and through, like without a doubt, it's gonna be fucking massive. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. Um, for my number four. Kind of easy to go this route, but I'm, I am going to go this route. And funny enough, it's I, I know you're going to pick that, so I'm not even going to say that one. Um, it's it's going to it's going to be a size of life. OK, let's do it. And it's Masamune Kun's Revenge R. Now, season one is one of my favorite seasons of Slice of Life because, again, I love the studio. If you don't know the synopsis of Masamune Kun's Revenge, just think about the title. It's about a student. Um, a, 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 whose name is Masamune, who has a kid. Um, this is not spoilers because this is in the synopsis, but who has a kid was a big porky something or another. 
and his childhood friend who who he've had a crush on basically shut his shit down like completely slapped him in the face when it came to his kiss confession um and now he what he did was as a kid after that happened to him he dedicated himself to becoming as fit as possible he worked out religiously and became and became top tier like he became husbando material and from there he transfers to the same school as his his childhood friend and that's when the escapades ensue and it's one of my favorite slice of life of all time it's really great silver link studios a great studio really good funny slice of life romance comedy Masamune Kun's, Reve- Masamune Kun's Revenge. If you haven't watched season one, watch it before season two comes out. You probably got a while. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that big time. So are we leaving stuff like uh, Bleach out? Yeah, of course. Okay. <sighs> are we leaving stuff like Jujutsu Kaisen? <laughs> oh, man. It's up to you. Sheesh. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, right now. My God! Oh my God! It's so good, um, man. I'm leaving near off my list because you chose it already. Okay. I'm gonna go with Inspector season two. Mm. That's a good one. Inspector uh, is a, a we want you can say it's like a, a spiritual uh, mystery. Uh, horror kind of anime where uh, they're 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 uh more or less like going into the lore of like japanese mythology and some of their spirits and how those things uh, ascertain or come into real life and then boom we have a person trying to figure out how to solve the the issues and riddles amongst these specters and whatnot and come to a conclusion i think the stories for like each different specter we've got from the first season was really dope so i'm really interested to see how they go with this one especially with how that that ending sequence went with our you know initially our, i guess our our overall bad guy so i mean i think it's an overall creative it's a creative series and I'm just interested to really see where that next part gets us. Yeah, absolutely. As something that got extremely monster of the week heavy, it was a fun kind of monster of the week kind of thing though. Like such a creative, unique spin on the monster of the week formula that you cannot put it down or at least I couldn't put it down. I know some people didn't like it that much, which is very curious to me. I had to go back and, and find out why those people didn't like it as much as we did, but very, very, very good show, I think, in, in my opinion. Um, I don't think you can go wrong with it. So we on my number three, right? Yep, your number three. Ooh, uh <clears throat> this is definitely gonna be higher on my list. I should probably pull it before you do though. So that's exactly what I'm gonna do. Um, just because it gives me an opportunity to talk about it. I mean, we both can talk about it, obviously, so it's no big deal there. But I'm going to go with Jobless Reincarnation Season 2. Thank you. Yeah, because that, I mean, obviously, Jobless Reincarnation is one of our favorites. Uh, from the day it fucking launched, I was fucking looking forward to to it. Um, again, it's by a new studio, a brand new studio formed just to create Jobless Reincarnation, um, which is... They did an amazing job. Stu- yeah, Studio Bind, and they did... Some incredible, incredible work. So I think uh, it goes without saying jobless reincarnation is probably one of the most anticipated throughout the entire year for us. If if, it might be my number two, Mm -hmm. uh, to be honest, but yeah, actually it might be my number one, to be honest. But yeah, right now we can't really say much else because a lot of stuff 
hasn't really been announced yet. Yeah, and I, I also uh, to piggyback off what Polo said. I almost, I, 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 if you didn't, if he didn't choose it, I was gonna have to choose it next round because there's no way it goes any lower than number two. Yeah. So I wanted to wait. Man, it's, it's it's so good. Um, yeah, bro. What you got for your number two? I'm gonna go with uh obviously JJK season two. Uh. Yeah, number two. I'm okay. Okay. I didn't want to put it at number one because I feel like oh, that's a good one. I feel like we need to put something else close to number one. So I'm gonna let, I'm gonna choose probably this one is my number one uh, just to kind of get things going. But yeah, JJK man, uh, there's not really much to say about it. It's actually just phenomenal, phenomenal heat. Um, it actually does the world building and the storytelling relatively mm-hmm. well for something that's a shonen that's action yes. every single week. The characters don't seem like BS. I don't have to explain JJK to y'all because y'all already know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's probably one of the better uh, shonens that came out in recent years. I mean, there's what three, and the three that came out in recent years are has been some of my favorite. And I'm gonna just say it. Uh, JJK, Fire Force, and Demon Slayer are the three shown as that I don't think can do no wrong um, right now. Uh, For my number two, I think you're going to pick this one as your number one. So I don't want to do it, but I want to make sure it gets in there, but I'm not sure if it's going to be in there. Go ahead. You sure? Go ahead, bro. Just in case. Just in case. Link click two. Okay. Was it not going to be your number one? I was not going to choose that one, but I, I love. I'm so happy that you picked it because I didn't even look and see yep. that it was there. But I know it's there. I know it's there. Yeah, yeah. Link, link click two. Obviously, we watched link click when we reviewed it. So make sure you search uh, for link the link click review in in our podcast. But link click two is uh, going to be special. I mean, they look at fire on the cover. Got our boy in a black suit, um, looking clean, looking like a uh, Michael Weston from Burn Notice. Uh, <laughs> It's 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 looking good though. It's looking good. There's a trailer out for it. So, Link Click Two. If you haven't seen Link Click One, it's very very interesting concept with some supernatural powers that are extremely creative, and it has to do with uh, time travel. That's all I'm gonna say about that. I guess they, they do it in a very unique way, um, and it's a story that's it's a, it's actually a Chinese anime. So, I mean, I guess we can't really necessarily call it anime because it's it's, it's a Chinese animation. I don't know what they call uh, I have to ask <laughs> what they call ch- uh, Chinese anime, but yeah, that's um, that's uh, Link Click 2 is going to be my number two for sure. Dell just put his hand over his mouth, so I'm kind of curious. What was, what's your number one? I, I, I can't put this, what I'm about to say real quick, is my number one, but I did not know Ancient Makers Bride season two came out just this year. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I'm, I I actually really enjoy that series. Yeah, but, it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, I I we made that. I was like, what? I'm so excited for that. But um, <laughs> there's this this anime that kind of is the the reason behind Mike Check Wife Wife who being here. So I'm going to put it on number one. So Polo has a, yes. a wonderful slot available for his number one, Demon Slayer. Yes. We don't know what's coming. We didn't read it. Thank God, dude. I'm so and, happy. Oh my God. Did. Dude, this, this is about to be insane. This is the one time where I'm so excited that we didn't read it again. 
Yes. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like how we love enjoying Fire Force so much, like you said. Yes. Demon Slayer is just like that. We didn't read it. We don't know what's coming. And man, when I tell you, like, I wasn't disappointed with the uh, with the uh, entertainment district art. Not at all. We knew what was to come in terms of, like, action. Man, I'm excited to see what they give us for the next part. And doesn't that just feel the best? Like, as an anime podcast, to know yes. that we're going into something, knowing nothing. Like, I know you read My Hero. And again, My Hero isn't really that big of a deal because it's not as important to us as something like Demon Slayer is because like he said we didn't even we've like that was, this is the reason why like after episode I think it was 10 of Demon Slayer is when I hit up tell like we should do a fucking podcast because just I just won't, wanted somebody to talk about Demon Slayer is that is so important to us that I feel like it's um it's it's gonna be amazing and it gets so much hate I don't really care about the hate it gets anymore I see some ridiculous shit like uh Somebody said, um, and Demon Slayer, uh, Bleach is just a ripoff of Demon, like, or no, Demon Slayer is a ripoff of Bleach or whatever the fuck they were, whatever. I don't like all those conversations, and this is probably why our social media presence seems to have been like dwindling, is because we just don't don't care about this not these nonsense comparisons. Demon Slayer is good. And she can tell us about it. That's bad. We could do. We, if you want to debate it, uh, you'll be wasting your time. But um, I think it's like one of the great shows. Now, uh, Jobless Reincarnation would have been number one, but and this probably would have been number three. But I'm gonna go ahead and do it now, just because I, I wanted the opportunity to talk about it. And that's going to be <laughs> Tony Kawa over yeah. the moon with you for season two for my number one. Tony Kawa is a another incredible slice of life that not a lot of people watched and it's season one is a it's about without spoilers and this happens in the first episode but this kid who um not necessarily a kid because he's graduated high school but he meets this girl and he almost i think he gets hit by a car or almost get hit by a car and this girl basically saves him and she's extremely pretty and he's like, I don't know who you are, but let's date or something like that. And they he spontaneously confessed to this girl after she saved his life. And from there, she's like, well, the only way I'm going to go out with you is if you marry me. And that's what they do. They instantly get married. And now they live in the life of a married couple. But again, shit ensues. So it does. It does the romance slice of life in an extremely backwards way. That's so much fun, man, with two very likable characters and a very likable cast of uh, like ensemble of different characters. Uh, it's one of, it was one of my favorite slices of life. So I think of, of 2020, I think it was. It might've been 2020, either late 2020 or early 2021. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I think it was, I think it was 2021. Yeah. So it was two years ago. Yeah. Here it is right here. 2020, two years ago. Yep. So, go well, at this point three years ago, whatever. But it was a great show, great show. And and I wanted to leave that open for you. That's why I wanted to make sure I got Demon Slayer so you could choose something like yeah, another slice life that. to really give us something good. Y'all know Polo is a slice life uh, specialist. I'm trying to get in that bag, so I'm getting there. Speaking of slice of life specialists, uh, there's a couple of shows that we watched too that we can throw in right now. Um, so tell tell me about um the show you watched this week. I don't uh, know how many episodes. I'll, 
I only watched one because uh, I I was I was starving for anime. I didn't realize that uh, so few anime released this month this yeah. week. Uh, so I watched Recovery of the MMO Junkie first mm-hmm. episode um, to see where it goes. Uh, first of all, I thought old girl was gonna die mm. from the jump. I'm like, oh, this is about to be an easy car. She's about to get hit by a truck coon at the at the uh, at the uh, <laughs> at the convenience store, and uh, she gonna be in the MMO, right? Nope, didn't happen. Uh, sorry, spoilers. But um, it's very wholesome. It, it seems like a very just like lighthearted and fun kind of series so far. I'm actually already drawn in and excited to see what what keeps um, what what continues to come. It's actually like I think it's a, a very fresh twist on what I thought I was about to get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, funny enough, because we talked about it off air about so, some of my tastes in anime and why I don't like certain kinds of anime. But mm-hmm. for some reason, when I watched this one, I couldn't put it down. And it was it's everything that I hate about this style. And I'm not going to talk about it here because it's, I think that's a little bit personal to me. So don't mind me. But it's it's, it's everything I hate. But I love this show. Mm-hmm. And, and I, maybe it's just the execution was so good, but it's I really like it. I'm really glad you watched it. I hope you finish it and we can talk about it more next week. It, it's about to be done real soon. Even though next week is looking crazy. Right. Um. <laughs> so like Astel said, man, it wasn't much to watch this week since everything was on hiatus and pretty much it's done. But I will say that uh, I, I've watched a couple of old things. I've been going through and adding to my anime and progress list, making that bigger. So Crystal, don't hate me. <laughs> Don't hate me. But there's a couple of shows that I added on there that's like I'm very interested in watching. And again, this all sparks off of the show that we're reviewing in the second half of the show, and that's Love Flops. Because if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be picking up these shows, or I would have dropped these shows after one episode. So one of them I'm watching right now is uh called If Her Flag Breaks. Very interesting concept. Now it's a <laughs> it's a it's a harem school slice of life romance comedy. That kind of does the the parody thing on on harem romance comedies, but the difference is, is it's very unique because what it does is um, it's about this main character who has this overarching story about himself. This overarching story about himself is extremely dark, um, but basically he has the power to see the flags of anybody that he interacts with. Okay, so when what I mean by flags is if you're familiar with um, watching anime, like as we all are is you ever heard of something called a death flag so whenever somebody says you know i'm gonna make it out of here, i'm gonna, we're gonna be just fine and when we get out of this we're going to go grab a drink at the bar that's always called a death flag so whenever somebody mm-hmm. says when we make it out of this let's go grab a drink at the bar that's a death flag meaning that they're probably not going to make it out of this so that's kind of what a death flag is and he has the ability to see that so whenever he meets a character let's say he meets a let's say he meets a girl character the girl says hi lovely to meet you um I can't wait to get to know you. He sees a flag pop over her head. This is going to be a friendship flag. So she's trying to become friends with me. Now, with this power that anybody that he sees a flag for ends up uh, with misfortune, basically. So if he has a friendship flag with somebody, then there's a possibility that something bad is going to happen to that girl because everybody he's interacted with that got a flag, something bad has happened to him because he's been exposed to this extreme dark power so what he does is he tries to break every flag that he comes across so every girl that tries to get to know him get out of my face every dude that tries to become friends get out of my face until he meets a certain amount of characters or a certain character that does that does this and he and basically it changes how he sees flags because he can't 
He can't break her flag. One girl, one girl just doesn't have a flag, period. And and it kind of goes on uh, into like deeper and deeper uh, concepts. Now, the concept is sick because like <clears throat> there's this backstory of him because spoilers for the first episode, which you learn at the very end of the first episode is you learn that he has the death flag, a very big and sturdy death flag. And his goal is to figure out how to break his own death flag. He has no idea how to do it. So you kind of go through and figure it out. So very interesting concept. It came out uh, in April of 2014, 13 episodes long with uh, no sequels. I don't think. And what's the name of this one? Uh, it's called Kanjo Ga- Kanjo Ga Flag Wad Oritora or in parentheses if her flag breaks. <laughs> yeah, whatever the Japanese name is. <laughs> yeah, bro, I was so old. Just, just, just check my profile on Annualist.co. You'll see it there. If you're interested in checking it out, but yeah, that actually uh sounds. It's mostly comedy. Mad cool. But it sounds mad cool though. Like if you think about that concept in itself. Yeah. It's very interesting. Very interesting. Okay. So now, now it's time for the review. Now let me explain to review before we go into break. So you guys don't just leave this episode because we know that the second half of the episode always gets listened to a lot later by a lot of you. So the review for Love Flops, the way we're going to do it after the break, um, we're going to talk spoiler free talks at the beginning of love flops giving our overarching thoughts of the story and everything like that what we thought about it what we thought about the characters etc then we go deep into the review when we go deep into the review we will give you the spoiler warning and then we'll break it down into five categories if you don't know how our review goes this is exactly how it goes the five categories that we review individually each host individually reviews our pacing we review it from a, a 20 point scale which is like 1 1.5 2 2.5 etc uh so it's pacing plot animation sound design and character those are the five categories that we each individually rate and give a score to after we give those scores we then tallied up the overall score of each host to give an overarching score of that particular anime in this case love flops then we take those two scores and we combine those and average those out to give the official mic check waifu waifu score so that being said Please look forward to that because this is going to be a lot of fun. Remember, we are not going to spoil Love Flops at the beginning, so stick around. You can listen to that um, and uh, enjoy it. Actually, you can probably listen to the whole episode and still be just fine, but we are going to go into some spoilers at the end and uh, share how we feel. So, before we get into break, it's time for the recommendation roulette. Oh, recommendation. Oh, man. Is it my turn to roll? It's my turn. Yes, sir. It's, your, it's your turn to roll, brother. So I got to do a random number generator. All right. Two thousand fifteen. Bet. Let's see here. We have boom. Ooh, that's is that is that too popular though? It's a lot of ones that's probably too popular, maybe. Interesting. Okay. All right. You go first. All right. Um, 
Is Blood Blockade too popular? No, I don't think so. I think you can get away with that one. All right. I'm going to go with Blood Blockade. Um, Pretty show. Essentially, yeah, it's a beautiful show. Essentially, it's about a, um, a young man who finds himself in possession of a specific unique item that uh, makes him the, the, the subject of being you know, targeted. Like people want to get him. Uh, and essentially, he uses said item to overcome those who are targeting him it's kind of it's kind of it's more or less it's like think of um he has a special can i i don't know should i spoil it i don't think so okay then yeah just it's it's a fun full of action kind of show um if you like action you like a little bit of strategy it's not i'm not gonna say super in-depth in strategy and whatnot but it does have some cool strategy moments and stuff like that yeah check it out fun action anime i uh there's, there's so many i can recommend it this year that i've seen holy shit but I'm going to recommend, obviously, A Slice of Life. And it's going to be A Slice of Life that I watched a long time ago before we started doing this podcast. It has a 77% on uh, Annie List, but it's called My Love Story. And My Love Story is about this guy who's a who's this giant dude, big dude. He's like 6'7", and in Japan standard, that's fucking huge. And he has a really, really big heart. And he's super nice, and he's super sweet. Um, and basically, he meets this girl who he's like super huge of like super huge over or whatever. And he saves her from a harasser on the train. And basically they become best friends and maybe more who knows, but it's a, it's a slice of life romance that is extremely fun to watch. And this big hulking dude is, uh, think about it as beauty and the beast basically, but better essentially. Um, I really do love this this show. It's actually a really, really, really good one. 24 episodes, so it's a long one if you check this out. But my love story is a very, very, very good romance comedy that I enjoyed. Might be due for a rewatch. All right, we're going to take this quick break, and when we come back, we are going to review Love Flops. So, that being said, Happy New Year. We'll be right back after these.
So 185 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Um, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at Mike Check Waifu and on Instagram at Mike Check Waifu Waifu. And on TikTok at Mike Check Waifu Waifu as well. We appreciate your support there. And uh, let's get to this review of Love Flops. Again, we're going to start off spoiler free, give our overall thoughts of Love Flops and just kind of discuss it here. Uh, so to be honest, Love Flops was the biggest surprise. Well, no, it it was a, it was a surprise. I'm gonna say the biggest because still more than a married couple was more of a surprise for me. Mm-hmm. But what Love Flops did was um was very 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 good, <laughs> like very very good. And they didn't. And it and to be honest, let's just talk about the beginning. It, the beginning wasn't good. Like spoiler free, it's <laughs> normally people give episodes three before they turn off a show. Right. And there was something about these episodes that kept me invested. I don't know what it was. I do know what it was. We'll talk about it later. But at first, I'm just like, I don't know if I want to watch this. Because, again, we kind of this particular winter season we, or fall season, we kind of prided ourselves on not forcing ourselves to watch bad anime. We didn't have to. Like you gave up Shinobi no Itoki. Uh, I gave up the sword Isekai one or whatever it was. Like yep. we, we we were just giving up stuff and just making fall more palatable for us to watch stuff. And it was it was nice. I'm not going to lie. It was nice not to have 16, 17 shows a week to watch. And some of them just we weren't that invested in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, while we did find some good stuff, Love Flops was one that was definitely a surprise. And I'm so glad you picked it up after I mentioned the flop, essentially, uh, because I think it's, it's one that everybody should watch. Yeah, so um, love flops like Polo said. The beginning, it almost it leaves you. It it I'm not gonna say it leaves you that way. It more or less takes you as you're unassuming. Like you come into this anime and you know nothing. It literally treats you like you know nothing. But then it hits you with information. It was just really cool to kind of see where it goes and how it took that, uh, which I, I think is looking at it as a very powerful story element. Um, but, uh, it, it has, it had one of the, the, the nicest, like I'll say, uh, treats in an anime that I've gotten in a while. Mm. I wouldn't call it nice. Cause it wasn't nice. <laughs> it was very mean, uh, to be honest, <laughs> kind of heartbreaking even, right? Like, yeah, yeah, very much so, actually. Uh, I mean, the fact that they even, again, the be, if you would watch this shit and you'd be like, what the fuck are they talking about? If you just watch episode one through six, you'd be like, what the fuck am I even here for? And then, I mean, to be honest, you kind of like the characters kind of grow on you a little bit, like watching it over time. It took, it took a little bit for me to get used to it. And I'm like, okay, so now I know, now I know what I'm watching. I'm just watching this mindless harem, goofy, goofy, weird shit. And then when the shit starts to get it, completely outrageous i'm like okay so now i know what this is this is just 
and all for all intents and purposes, or lack of a better word, it's garbage. It's a garbage, <laughs> it's garbage show to watch. And then you're like, oh shit, it's not. <laughs> it's not <laughs> at all. It's not even close. It's it was it was a big surprise. And I I hope I hope the mean score picked up. I mean, the mean score started off like when I was watching it, those first six episodes, I promise you I remember seeing this because I felt the same way. It was a 55, the mean score on Annie List. Mm-hmm. Now that now that the show is finished, let me just make sure that I'm on the show. It's a 60, it, it went up a whole 10 basis points, which is hard to do on a on a anime aggregate site because people are people are hard, especially when it comes to something like this and, and the way it started. Because I'm telling you, it was weird, bro. It was definitely weird. Unusual. Yeah, it was off putting. Very off putting. <laughs> Very off putting. Even in the sense if you like etchy harems, you just. <laughs> Even the Rob likes like me, you know? And I would say we're, I'm only saying we're in the sense of like nothing really seemed cohesive until it was all cohesive. Yes. Nothing seemed cohesive at all. It wasn't even close. Um, Let's get into the review part of it. Now we're going to do some spoilers and, and some story beats. You can still generally listen to this part and go into it, but it may be a little bit harder to discuss this without going into spoilers for the review and how we exactly feel about this. So there are going to be some spoilers here. Um, you can fast forward to the end. Maybe we'll just, maybe we'll just put the score out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll just put the score out with the, uh, the notes on like Twitter or something like that. So you can see what we gave it without having to listen to it. Um, and then come back and listen to the full review and, and, and why our, while we felt this way. So I think this this is actually the first time ever I would suggest just looking at the score first, watching it, and then coming back and listening to the review, <laughs> to be honest. Because um, I think that for this, it particularly makes sense. So we're going to go into spoiler of Love Flops. We're going to do the review. And again, the patent review require us to rate five categories. We're going to start off with animation first. Um, rate five categories and discuss it in, in details and how we felt about each particular aspect of it. Average it out. And then combine those scores to give you a Mike Check Wife Waifu official scale, uh, a scale score. So, without further ado, let's do further tell. All right. Now, starting off with animation. Now, for those of you that don't know, I mean, I, don't, I shouldn't have to explain it, but animation is the direction, the scenery, the art style, the overall visual fidelity, um, and what we thought about it. We give it a score of uh, 1 through 10 using a 20-point scale. So... Um, I kind of feel like my score might be a little bit higher than Polo's on the animation side. Interesting. Um, and I'm only saying that because uh, I do think my score, when I think about it, is a little high, but then I think about other things, right? Uh, I think what this anime did so well um, is different, differentiating uh, a dream versus reality and how you really, like, visually, you can feel yourself in one or the other. So like when one is supposed to seem like a dream state and one is supposed to feel like reality, you really clearly see those differences in terms of like color, tone. And this is just like, I'm just talking about like visually how they present these things is very well done in terms of that. Um, now we, we also look at things like the actual motion in it and everything like that. That's cool. It's not, a lot of this isn't breaking like any records or is it like by any means the, the, the highest tier of animation, it's not up there. Um, but I do really, really, like I said, I want to emphasize how they really took a really good look at reality versus like 
a dream and how these things correlate to each other more or less. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm giving the score um, an eight in terms of animation. Okay. Yeah, as far as animation for me goes, um, what Tell mentioned is technically right, but it didn't happen until the second half of the show. Uh, the show was regular at the beginning, completely normal. The problem is, is it, it was very inconsistent for me personally with the animation. Mm-hmm. With none too special at all, wasn't nothing too flashy. Even the flashy stuff was very basic for me. So I, I can't go as high as an eight. I think an eight is, you know, again, this is subjective. So I think an eight is ridiculous. Uh, the animation was extremely just normal. It looked pretty good. Like it looked pretty. Um, Something I will consider an eight just for perspective is more than a married couple. I will consider that animation an eight for something that's a basic slice of life. This, even with the action that it was in, like, you know, there was a a scene where it was a magical girl situation and she was fighting against these bots that were trying to uh, put these chastity belts on all the males and blow up the (laughs) penises. So when that happened, it was like, it was just, it was just, it was just normal. It wasn't even anything too special. I wasn't looking at it like, oh, that shit looks sweet. Never once in this show that I said, oh, that shit looks sweet. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, I'm going to give this a 6.5, easily 6.5, no higher than that. Um, yeah, because the animation wasn't that special. Uh, moving on to sound design, I'm going to start off with this one, but sound design is soundtrack, overall sound effects, etc. how the sounds transition with each other, how the sound effects sounded when it came to like, action and, and things like that again nothing to write home about sound design wise i can't remember anything about it mm-hmm. uh, other than the um the intro i thought was pretty nice pretty good intro um i only listened to it to like two, two, two or three times which is more than i usually do it because they only get one time for me usually but i wanted to listen to this one intro outro both a couple of times and i thought it was okay um, again, nothing special. I did like some of the way they included the uh, computer generated sounds when certain situations would happen, like at the end, t- towards the end, specifically towards the end where she was, uh, like where they were being deleted and stuff. Sounded kind of cool, but again, nothing to write home about. I think it was about the same as animation. It wasn't anything too special to me personally. So for sound design, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a 6.5. Not an 8.5, 6.5. All right. Um, so on the sound design, uh, sound design side, I agree with Polo almost entirely. There was nothing special to me about the sound the sound design in this. And uh, the, the intro, outro to me, completely forgotten what they sound like. Mm. Uh, I think uh, my sound design rating, because the only thing I really liked about the anime in terms of sound to me was the voices of the characters but sometimes those really characters could have been annoying but they were like the the best thing to me so that's it <laughs> and if that if that can save it the highest i can give it to me in my opinion is a 5.5 okay. all right 5.5 all right uh next up is pacing tell is going to start off with pacing and pacing obviously means episode to episode how strong the de- uh, story development was and how it felt flowing into from one episode to the to the, to the other. So I think that initially my feeling for the pacing of this anime was that it has the worst pacing of any Absolutely. anime I felt like I was watching. Mm-hmm. I, I could not understand for any point 
of this anime what was going on yeah like there was they didn't seem like they were providing me anything meaningful at all it was ham taro but not ham taro i it it felt like i was supposed to meaningless meaninglessly watch this um but i also feel like once you get to like episode six the end of that into episode seven it it kind of pissed me off because it felt like that that whole idea that I just had kind of got flipped on his head um, in terms of how it should be enjoyed um, because I almost feel like there was no other way that they could have done this um, and made this as enjoyable. So um, I couldn't give it a perfect score in pacing, so I gave it an eight. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, the pacing stunk. It was a real bad pacing, to be honest. I don't. Again, I look at pacing a little bit different until we establish it. So I think on our last review that we did, pacing is episode to episode, and the episode to episode was intentionally. Now this is on purpose, so take this with exactly what I'm calling it. The show pasted this way for that flip, for that major decision drop, or uh, the major plot point. Um, that completely flips the show on his head. But I I can't give a show a good score on pacing if the pacing wasn't good, even if it was intentional. Mm-hmm. Looking at it objectively, it was intentionally bad for, for a reason. So for me personally, I have to give it... Uh, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> when I think about my scores, I think about it in grade terms because that's, that's a little bit easier for me to manage. A D or a C, you know? And I'm I'm a, I'm a lean towards C because it gets a little bit of leeway for the for the flop, um, but to be honest, I'm I was tempted to give this another six point five, but because I know the the flop, I go with I go with the higher side of the grade, and I'm gonna go with the C, um, because to be honest, yes, it was a very bad pacing. Because watching this, it felt meaningless. There was only 12, 13 episodes. Six of them are literally just fodder until you get to the end of the sixth one. And I can't I can't commend it for that. But I know it was intentional, so I can't fault it for that either. So it, it's a hard it's a hard thing to rate. Probably the hardest thing I had to rate ever in my entire life. But <laughs> I I have to say I feel true about it. I feel really true about that. Um then moving on. Yeah, it's a seven. So moving on to what's next on this list is the plot. Luckily enough, I get to start off with the plot. So the plot already overall thoughts on the storytelling, the writing, the uh, etc. Um, now, this is where it again flips it on this fucking head, because at the beginning, writing trash, all of it is garbage. But this time you cannot you cannot plot against this story, uh, pun intended, I guess. Because of the simple fact is there was intention behind everything that happened at the very beginning of this plot to continue on forward. And it's very, very, very integral to the to the overarching story on why this plot is the way it is. And I think it's, again, what keeps the show apart. Now, what I mentioned earlier in the spoiler free half is there was one thing that kept you watching. And it was always one thing. Each girl, which is five girls, each girls got their own moment with uh, Asahi, Asahi being the main character. The moment that they got with Asahi triggered at the end of the moment that they had triggered a flashback. And it was a flashback of them in their childhood. That kept me watching because I'm like, wait, wait, 
Wait, mm-hmm. why is every last girl, all five of these characters, having a childhood flashback of Asahi? I no idea why. No idea why. And to be honest, no, I don't think nobody would see it coming if you just have no idea what the fuck you're looking at. If you didn't listen to us at all and you just turned this shit on, you just watched it straight through. Nobody could have predicted. No nobody could predict it. I don't give a fuck how good you think you are. You couldn't predict what the hell was coming up. So when that happened, um, it literally blew my fucking mind because it it changed everything. Like like after they had that flashback, after I kept watching that, got to episode six, and the shit flipped. I'm like, oh, now it all makes sense. These girls were a piece of a construct that was created by the creator of this future world's AI system. And it was his best friend the entire time. And that fucking blew my mind. And from there, he when he exits the VR, the, the, the virtual world, he realized that his best friend is dead. And the reason why he went there was to escape that. And it just, it fucking blew my mind because he was depressed. It, it, showed, it showed fucking how attached he ended up growing to these girls at first even though he hated being there with them at first it was it was a pain of it it was just beautiful it was just a really well done plot even if the beginning of it was complete garbage on purpose for that particular reason and i think that intentional i, I wouldn't say bad writing because it wasn't it was intelligent from the entire start i think that's the best part of this entire well yes the best part of the entire show so for me the plot gets a nine um flat nine um it's easily the best part of the show. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so everything Polo said, I wholeheartedly agree with. That's all um, exactly how you kind of look at the show because you get this idea that this show, like he said, is meaningless. Like you're watching this and yeah, we, we understand the characters and we get this moment of something that's interesting. Like, what is this in the background? Mm-hmm. What, are, what is it they're trying to relate to us? And then it's back to the mayhem and BS. Uh, and then you get that moment again and it's back to the mayhem and BS. And then we finally get to where these things, like I said, get to make sense. Mm-hmm. And this is why the pacing was so, was so important to me. But the plot here as well, um, how they set that up for us how they actually showed that story, like giving us the drops of the story and then boom, here is a actual significant problem. And then boom, here's the, the real thing. Um, I entirely love that. Like to me, it, it solidified it as something that I would recommend um, because of that. Um, even just to like look at people's perspective on how this thing hits. Yeah. Uh, I gave the plot an eight. It, it, it was, it was really good to me. Um, it was hard to even man yeah eight got it all right and then moving on you are going to start with the characters and the characters are how much you like them how much you grew attached to the characters sides or mains um i really enjoyed uh i'm gonna say most of these characters well there's not really any characters in here I really didn't enjoy. I thought they were all kind of funny or good at their points and when we had our moments with them in every episode mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I fell in love with the characters in said episodes. I thought some of them were cool, um, but I don't think we had enough time with them to say, let's say like actually fall in love with them as a, as a viewer, but our main character and how he felt about these characters, what we got to perceive through him, I thought was really good. Um, how the characters acted. Um, I thought they were all pretty interesting in their own ways. 
I don't I don't think that this like some of this could have been pulled off. I mean, I guess even if we didn't really know the character's name, maybe it couldn't have been pu- it could have been pulled off. But I gave the characters as an overall. I thought they were good characters. I also gave it an eight. Okay. Uh, for me, it was also it was the only other redeeming part about it because I start to like the characters as it went on, mm-hmm. um, more and more and more as the, as the, as I continue to watch the show. I'm watching it. I'm watching. It, I'm like, okay. It's weird. And then it would drop a little hint. So so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna keep watching because that little hint, I'm curious to see what this childhood little flashback is because they, they can't just leave it like that, even if the show is kind of satire at first. So I'm continuing to watch it and I start to like I start to like um Mafunga or whatever her name was, the teacher. I started mm-hmm. to like uh the girl who couldn't write Japanese. I started to like I just started Amelia. to Yeah, Amelia. I, I started to really like who they were and Specifically, my favorite one who ended up getting a, probably the less screen time out of all of them was uh, Io. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. No, no. Io? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, she ended up being my favorite one out of all of them, even though she had the less screen time. But I absolutely wow. loved her character. And again, if it wasn't for the plot literally carrying the characters, I, maybe I wouldn't like it as much. But I think the characters. And especially the way it wrapped. I love the way it wrapped. The manga is still mm-hmm. releasing, so I might actually read it. I feel the same way. Because I don't think we're getting any more. Um I think I wanna I think I wanna read it. And just because I'm I'm invested in these characters now. So for me it's hard to say the characters are anything less than an eight. I think I agree with you there. Okay. Um I, that's interesting. I, I did wanna say uh that would I could have justified giving the characters a higher score, but what you just said made perfect sense to me. Ioe, I don't know exactly how to say her name. As a standalone character for me, she was the only one that actually 100% could stand alone. That seemed like a, her own individual character. The other mm-hmm. ones felt like they needed each other. And I feel like if yes. we needed more of that, because technically, let's be real, uh, the characters all kind of feel like one person. <laughs> which they are <laughs> right but i always felt like the character i could stand alone even in the wrap of the season oh my yeah. god she carried the ending yes. um and she's not even like you know the the main main character you know so it was really cool to see you know that and funny enough is not only is she the first character he meets on that on the first episode she's also the last character he sees on the lat well going to see in the last episode because she rings the doorbell so it's the last character we see uh, I guess you should say but I think it's fire man I think it's absolutely fire I think the entire show if it gets another season which it won't um, probably I would watch it and, and I couldn't recommend it more like it's a hard recommendation of a show even if the beginning is complete satire bullshit that you are probably going to be like why the fuck am I watching this but that being said, let's wrap up this review. Now, I'm going to go through the scores on what we each of us gave it, um, you know, uh, and give you the overall averages. So now, starting off with animation, I gave it a 6.5. Tell gave it an 8. Sound design, I gave it a 6.5. Tell gave it a 5.5. Pacing, I gave it a 7. Tell gave it an 8. Plot, I gave it a 9. Tell gave it an 8. Characters, I gave it an 8. Tell gave it an 8 which makes my overall score a 7.4 and tells overall score a 7.5, which makes Mike Check's Waifu Waifu's 
Overall score for Love Flocks is 7.45. So. We, we, we rarely ever have scores that close. <laughs> yeah, which is funny because you gave animation an eight for some reason. But I digress. Let's <laughs> 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 we go to the document of all of our reviews. Um, let's see. Docs. Uh, that's the one page I didn't have up. All right. Which review? Which we start from the bottom. You got the uh, auto reviews put up. Yeah. We only reviewed twenty seven anime. This is number twenty eight. Uh, did you uh, add it in the list yet? Nah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, go ahead and pop it in there because I, I got like seventeen Google accounts. What was the overall score? Seven point four five. Seven point four five. Oh. Damn, that's crazy. I see where is it? Where's it going? I got you. I got it. Oh, storage is full. I can make no edits. Okay. All right. Well, let me just do it this way then. All right. So to cover all reviews, let's see. Uh, I'm going to start off at number one. We have a uh, 28 anime in this list now. Number one anime starting off is summertime rendering with a perfect 10. Rightfully so. Number two, Astro Lost in Space. Number 10, Perfect Score. Rightfully so. Number three, Clannad at a 9.8. Number four, the My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu Series, 9.45. Number five, Fire Force, 9.35. Number six, Grimgar, A Fantasy in Ash, 9.3. <laughs> Promised Neverland, Season 1. We just don't even have a score there anymore. Um, number eight, <laughs> Villain Saga, 9.25. Number nine, Arcane, 9.2, which is the uh, Netflix League of Legends show. Number 10, Demon Slayer at 8.8. .8. Number 11, that's Beastars at 8.85. That's Tell's fault. Uh, number 12, Erased, 8.75. Number 13, Steins Gate, 8.65. Number 14, Vox Machina. Uh, the Legend of Vox Machina, Amazon Prime. Cartoon, but anime, whatever. 8.6. Number 15, the uh, Demon Slayer movie, um, 8.5. Actually, is that, I'm confused. That's just the movie, right? Yeah, I believe that's just the movie. Just the movie, which is the, the uh, was the Mugen Train, 8.5. No, 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 Entertainment District. That's the whole season. Entertainment District. Yeah, ED stands for Entertainment District. 8.5. Number 16, Made in Abyss, 8.5, which we have to review season two, which would make that probably higher. Number 17, Darwin's Game at 8.5. Number uh, 18, Link Click, 8.45. Number 19, Invincible, the Amazon Prime Show, 8.45. Number 20, Bungle, Stray Dogs, 8.4. It's all the way up until season three. So we got to add a season four review to that to see what that score average is out to be. Number 21, Shivery of a Phil Knight, 7.95, which is a better show than that score, you know, deserves but i digress gangsta at number 22 7.95 uh my hero season 4 <laughs> 7.9 tokyo revengers 7.85 which is about right dr stone 7.8 and number 20 this is where uh this is where our newly reviewed love flops would be 
but that is 7.45. So Love Flop 7.45 at number 26. Number 27, Banana Fish 7.3. Number 27, 91 Days 6.4. Now, what's funny is that I will recommend uh, Love Flops over. Oh, shit. Oh, apparently we got space back. But I would recommend. I would recommend Love Flops over Dr. Stone. I would recommend it over My Hero Season 4. I will hell. I'm going to be honest with you. I'd probably recommend it over Darwin's game. I would uh, recommend. Yeah. Over, over everything but what hits. <laughs> what it hits right at the bottom. <laughs> as soon as it gets the main event, I can't recommend it above that. But yeah, it's like. Correct. Correct. Well, except for Promise Neverland, but everything else, yeah. It's such a good, sh- it's actually a better show than it is there. But I mean, like, listen, that's what, that's how the reviews go, man. Because the review, we review it like this because we try our best to give it as objective as possible. That's why there's five different categories. That's why you can have an art style or an animation style that's a one, but you can have a characters and a plot that's a 10, and that completely flips the score. So, did you uh, write down the scores? Yeah, so okay. um, I got yeah, the scores on. Yeah, just keep that in your iPad because I think what we should start doing, and there's a lot of ones we don't have that for, but you just keep the uh, overall scores and to kind of go back and revisit them on why, why, what is rated what. Like Banana Fish, to be honest, should probably be lower. I don't even know why it's as high as it is Um, because I can't, like that show is awful. I hate that fucking show. Um, and 91 days, I think it's appropriate. I think it's 64% basically is what it is. And it's rightfully so. That show stinks. Um, uh, but yeah, I digress. Yeah, man. I love flops, man. 7.45. Which yes. I don't, I got to refresh this so I can try to edit that in there now. There we go. Seven. Uh, I know the storage going to come through so fast. Yeah, it shows instant. I was trying to edit it. It didn't let me do it. Yeah, yeah I had to refresh. <laughs> there it is. It's crazy because we have one Hall of Shame one where we try to do our uh, our reverse review where we reviewed it, but everything was negative instead of positive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which was fun to do. And that's Demon Lord Retry, which is probably one of the worst shows of all time. Easily. Um, easily. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, with this, that that's a wrap. Um, I think... I think one of the things we, we should probably eliminate is the recap. Okay. And just and just kind of like vamp off until we can. I'm at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Teliano on all social media. <laughs> you can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu, Waifu on Instagram and TikTok. And as always, Happy New Year. And my Check So you throwing curveballs now. <laughs> Mike Chank, Waifu Waifu.
that you? Is that you? Is that you?